And welcome back to the Crown Rest Podcast. Thanks for tuning in on this Saturday, March 13th, 2021. Hope you're having a wonderful season as it's winding down. Hope you're getting some playoff games, high school championships, NCAA playoff games, um, whatever level you work. Uh, wish you the best. And nothing but good health. Finish strong. Um, this is episode 19 of Game Notes featuring second-year official John Cashman, who chose the Crown Refs IPR, our individual performance report, as a way to accelerate his growth. Here is uh, the recorded session that we had following up his report. Hope you find some value in it. If you have any feedback or questions, as always, hit me up, crownrefs at gmail.com, and do me one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. Hi, this is John Cashman from Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening to the Crown Rest Podcast. Serve the game. <laughs> you got a good voice. It was good. I think the biggest the biggest change um, was the. Um, pain points for lack of a better word is not not calling some of the ticky tack stuff but letting the play go through mm-hmm. um, unless like it was like a hundred percent sure it was a foul um that i think helped especially with um doing a lot more uh, boys games um because it's just like they're just all over there's hand checking all over the place but you know it's everybody's doing it so it's you know, it's like getting, getting better. So it's like, if it's like really impeding a play, then you can call it, but you know, let it, let it go on. Yeah. Um, even with that, like I worked a game last Thursday when it was like, it was, you know, two fairly physical teams and, you know, we still ended up in double bonus for both of them. So, you know, even, even with that, it was like, okay, well, <laughs> you're still going to call fouls. Um, but that's been the biggest thing. Um, and then not going to as far to the table. So I haven't, you know, I haven't really talked to a coach except before <laughs> and sometimes after the game. Mm-hmm. So that helped quite a bit as well. That was one of the things I mentioned. You were getting too close to the table. Yeah. And uh, another ref that I worked with was saying the same thing. And um, it was taking you a long time to, to get there. Yep. I thought was slowing the game down. Remember, mm-hmm. I, obviously you've heard this, but you know we got to hustle out and lead. It's something that I've struggled with, and I say struggle. It's not hard to run out. It's not. Yeah. It's just being lazy or forgetting. Those are the two mm-hmm. reasons why. You know, and plus it looks a lot better and it keeps the game moving. You do your yep. little trot, you stop, you pop, and then you keep moving. But you're walking. It's just taking you. It's like this is how this is how it looked to me. Yeah, no, I, I've oh, definitely not, not there yet, though. We're yeah, still not there yet. We're still not there yet. Yeah, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like let's just keep the game rolling. And and yeah, no, I definitely picked up um, mm-hmm. on that too. Plus, um, I think the game you saw um, definitely picked up the pace. You know, getting into the right spot and like there's a uh, the Tuesday call um the two things 
like one was as the guy at the top is then moving over or or over and you know i kind of follow along if i'm in the lead position mm -hmm. um you know it ended up being like you know dribble drive into the basket you know kid came right over you know obviously blocked but you know i was right in the right position so it was just like a super easy charge call as opposed to being way farther down the, the line and, and kind of missing it so that helped a lot so yeah i've just been really trying to move as quickly as possible into the you know right position um and again like if you're if you're there you actually are sprinting away from a coach you just don't hear it as much so do you find that something you struggle with getting up and down the court or just getting into the right position? Cause I just know, noticed a few times there was just a little bit lack of a urgency of getting there. No, I think, I mean, I, obviously losing a couple of pounds will help me with the speed part, but. Um, I mean, you looked, you, you have a good run. And so that's why I'm like, no, you can run, you can run. Yeah, run. no, I mean, since we worked that game, I've definitely kept up the pace a lot more. Um, I think the other thing is one is a little bit of an anticipation, um, you know, especially with the, the JV level I've noticed, there's not a lot of half court game. There's a lot of full court game. So you get like a press and then, you know, the, the ball gets whipped up real quick and then I have to haul, yeah, haul ass up to the front um, as quickly as possible. So that's where I noticed it most is not in the lead position. It's in the trail position, mm -hmm. getting, getting into um, just having a good angle on the play. Mm -hmm. And I want you to remember if you don't feel like you're in a comfortable position to see the play mm -hmm. and you're not a hundred percent, you got to let it go. And you got to have that awareness to know, all right. Yeah. That play looked a little funny, but I'm 47 feet away from it. Mm -hmm. I got to trust my partner or, you yeah. know, be okay with with letting the play go mm -hmm. so i know what you're saying that those those quick transitions in a two-person game and mm -hmm. trail sometimes are a little behind the play but just do your yeah. best to get to the 28 foot mark every time mm -hmm. and then you're going to work up or below based right. on where the ball is you know um, mm -hmm. a lot of times point guards there they start the play from more close to half court so we have mm -hmm. to step up a little bit follow mm -hmm. them as they go down you know it's mm -hmm. just kind of a guideline so there's definitely some good plays to look at. I want to share the screen and pull up yeah, yeah. and I'm trying a new uh, share the screen option. So hopefully it's uh, optimized and it's not um, muffled on your end. So far, so good. Um, are there any questions that you have from the beginning before we start or do you want to pick the play we look at? First no, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I definitely went through the report and then, before um, a couple of the games I had, I went through it again. Good. Refresher. How was that? Um, it was good. It was helpful. Good. Um, you know, it also is like, okay, get my, get my head into to being ready to, to go out and, and do it. Um, you know, so it was, yeah, it was definitely helpful. Um, see right there, you know, just knowing that you're a little bit far away from the play, yeah. you know, um, mm -hmm. It's way ahead ahead of you and just mm -hmm. make that slow down there at the table and mm -hmm. did you try have you tried reporting that that hand check more like a football signal now where it's a little bit higher yeah. up yeah i did it yesterday not tuesday um 
same with the push just because um it's it's pretty obvious and it was funny because i looked over to i think it was the kid's dad it was like senior night or june whatever last night for the last home game mm-hmm. and then the the dad was like no you got to have your hands out like this not like up on them like this okay so, because i show i'm like you're doing this i you know the even the crowd knew it was like okay that's the that's the not happening so all right one small adjustment i want you to grab the hand with the palm on top of your right hand like that yeah okay so instead of gripping it under Mm -hmm. over and just a press like i'm straight press out like fingers are closed you're pressing Mm -hmm. straight out and have a strong off arm too that off arm should be like throwing your hand towards you you know like they're working in unison together Mm -hmm. cool that's good stuff um, so we're going off game uh, film time, YouTube time here, right? Not mm-hmm. quarter time. All right. Mm-hmm. So freedom of movement, foul and lead. Um, yeah. So you just called the foul there. Just hustle yep. to the table. Um, and, you know, let's pr- improve your hit signal. So popping off that off arm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I've, I've, been doing, I've been doing that more up, up here. And I want you to adjust your, your fist. Fists should be uh, palms down. Yeah. Like this? Yep. Okay, and then yeah, but that strike has to be a little cleaner. Okay, so so like hit. I would bring the off arm a little bit higher, so it's like shoulder level. So you just you're, and then your strike should be you know a little bit higher up. So this is the off arm, right? Mm-hmm. Off arm's good. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit higher up. Yeah, yeah. Just work on that. That's just gonna you know take take practice. Mm-hmm just actually practice of getting in the reps of striking the fist, mm-hmm. you know, right there. Yep. Uh, you, had a, you had a quick whistle, 421. I want to look at that one. All right. So when a play's, when a play's going away from us, mm-hmm. you want to try to use your filter and, and not, you know, insert yourself into the play unless you have to. So as this ball handler is leaving, I see the state hand. Well, mm-hmm. I, let me correct. I don't know if it was a state hand. He put his hand on. He did keep it on for about mm-hmm. maybe a second, right? Mm-hmm. I always tell players, hands off. Right. Hands off. As soon as I see them come touch, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be proactive with hand check fouls mm-hmm. and just use my voice and give them those reminders. The game mm-hmm. is cleaner this way. We don't mm-hmm. have to stop on game interrupters. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's good pro- proactive officiating. What do you think? Could we have held here? So if you go back – so. 421 whatever it was so what i saw is is the kid comes across here and then right there he's got an arm bar okay so you have the arm bar the arm bar and he's pushing the kid to the outside so when i see the arm bar to me it was like okay he's put the kid at a pretty good disadvantage to to bring her to bring around like to try and dribble so that was that was my pretty much my my impetus of calling was just the armbar. If he had put his hands on it, I wouldn't have called it. Well, here's my issue with the play: it's the timing of when you called it. It was already he already passed it, so it's like okay. you're gonna go armbar, then you got to kill the play right here at the top yep. of the key mm-hmm. because look how far we let him go. He's going, going, passes it. Yep. All right, we have a steal there. You know, I don't know so much of an issue. I just think we need a little bit quicker of a whistle. Mm-hmm. And this is why we shouldn't judge like. 
our partner's games from the couch, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking that he had his hand on him. I couldn't see that the arm bar, that changes things a bit, mm-hmm. right? But I just want to improve the timing of that whistle there. Mm-hmm. You know, normally arm bar is going to be automatic. Yeah. Uh, it still did look a little bit light. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he was able to get the pass off. The pass got deflected by B2, which I don't yeah. think was a factor in the A1-B1 matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a couple of things to keep in mind. Not to say that yeah. that call is incorrect. So one of the summaries from this is if we can talk out of a hand check, let's do that. Yeah. No, I and honestly, once we can get rid of the mask, it's gonna be a lot easier to talk. I mean, well, you know, I would, I'll be, yeah, I I'll would be, argue it's gonna be easier to be clearer, but I'm gonna yeah. be honest, I'm saying more now mm-hmm. because I know nobody can see my 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 lips moving really. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm able to say kind of different things with the mask mm-hmm. on that I might not be able to with mm-hmm. a mask on. So you just gotta pick your spots. There's yeah. value to come from it, you know. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a lot of it more on the preemptive side with, you know, making sure everybody clears the lane, um, especially in the lead position. And that's helped a bit because they'll hear that and they'll know they'll have to move. Okay. Um, especially with uh, the JV level, you know, middle school level, they just kind of camp there and totally forget that they're there. So at 538, reduce excess. Play like this. We know it's going to be in the front court in one second. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your backcourt count is slowing you down. Yep. When it's really an irrelevant signal on this play. We know mm-hmm. there's no defender stopping them from getting into the front court. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be okay with not counting here. So mm-hmm. just what's more important, you signaling a one-second backcourt right. count or sprinting to get in a great position on this fast play? Right. I've kind of taken the – the tact of if I'm a hundred percent sure it's a fast break and they're pulling butt up to not do the count. But then if it's even like, you know, five, 10% chance that they might get stuck, I'll just do the count real quick. Yeah. I mean, it's very, let's, let's think about a backcourt violation. How often, or excuse me, 10 second violation. How often do we call them? I've only called it once in three years. Yeah, so. I probably call one a year, to be honest with you. I probably call one to two a year. So a very uncommon whistle. So just think about the percentages of times we're backcourt counting to the actual percentage of time we're going to actually right. call the violation. Mm-hmm. Priority. I want you to prioritize. Gotcha. Okay. All right. What did I write? Um, we're going to strengthen your presentation from your chop to the way you count, to the way you hold your hand up, to the way you hold the ball, all that mm-hmm. little things, little, little things. So right now I want you to be holding the ball up while everybody's, mm-hmm. while you're waiting, you're standing mm-hmm. with the ball up in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yep. No, it sounds corny, but I'm, it sounds cheesy. It's fine. But like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're honored to like hold yep. the, hold this ball because this ball signifies the game that we love. Mm-hmm. You know, but could sound corny. It looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, make no mistake about it. People, it, it just looks great. The more times we could come off with really strong court presence and believability, mm-hmm. it's going to put us in the best uh, perception in everybody else's eyes. Not yep. that we're worried about that, but mm-hmm. we are judged constantly. So mm-hmm. something simple like that, you're holding the ball up, you're waiting for number five. 
Also, with the off arm, you can even guide him to his spot. Mm-hmm. Again, another professional, courteous thing to do. Think of it as I'm holding the door open for you. Mm-hmm. And I hold it open with one hand. And then my off arm is kind of guiding the person to walk through the door. It's a nice yep. gesture. So I like okay. to add that. So now yep. we have two nice gestures. You're holding mm-hmm. the ball really nice. You're pointing to the spot really nice. It looks really professional. Mm-hmm. Copy and paste. Yep. I mean, you, you kind of handed it, you kind of raised it up. Yeah. Keep it Are simple. You... Just, just, just give them a, just keep it. Yeah, I got you. Nice pass or, or a good bounce pass, John. Mm-hmm. You know, we could, I know you're a former athlete, former mm-hmm. uh, Olympian or, or competed to go in the Olympics yep. for rowing. So mm-hmm. I know you have an athletic background. Let's showcase it. Yep. Um, and count. Have we made that adjustment where our yeah. count is now shoulder level? Yeah. And, and with a snap. Let me see it. And let me see it with the hand up, too. Oh, with the hand up like this? Okay, good. Yeah, much straighter. Just much straighter, yeah. cleaner. Yeah. You, you can even bring it up a little bit higher. Like, it's our shoulders should extend right out. Yeah, I try and just make sure it's, like, it's just out. It's just, you know, it's like just the elbow just goes out. Out. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I know sometimes we kind of count um, right. out front. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just there's the snap. It's like, okay, it's one, then it's two, you know, three. And then how are we gonna chop in? Uh, so the chop in has just been like just and I've just been down and I've been making a fist. You know, I know I'm supposed to probably just do this, but you know, it's up and then it's just uh, straight down. Can I get you to do the Jeter chop where you're a Yankee fan? No. Okay. But he was a great player and he had a great chop. Can you do the Jeter chop? San Francisco? San Francisco. West Coast. Football, though. It is football, but, you know, West Coast. If my Giants hat's upstairs. I got you. Oh. Um, Jordan, when he used to hit game winners, would do that fist. Yeah. It's the best chop. So I would love uh, to see you adapt that. Yeah. I, the one thing I do want to check is with, with the, the guys that I work for is how they want it because, you know, they don't really care. Okay. <laughs> if you ask them, they'll tell you. Right. But it, these are like the little, little parts of the game that mm-hmm. I don't think really matter. But you'll hear that they matter in circles around the country from, you know, local boards and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, and you don't want to do that, I just want your chop to be better. I don't, you shouldn't, if you're going to go low, then leave the fist out. Just keep your hands mm-hmm. tucked. And like okay. pop it downward. Mm-hmm. So in other words, don't just make it like your arm got shot down and you're right. just dropping your arm. Step into it and really chop it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sixteen oh three, illegal screen. I think you had a few illegal screens in this game. Yeah, that's something that I've been keeping a more of a, a tighter whistle on. Um, it just in the fact that um, if the illegal screen is really leading to a, um, you know, a, a, a big advantage. So you have an illegal screen play here. Take me through it. You're in lead. Yep. So I come down. And the reason I call it this one is so this kid down here comes in. He bumps that kid. Then he comes in and he bumps that kid. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you bumped two kids in a row. I'm going to call it on you. 
let's 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 have another look. So you thought? This so I, act, I almost laughed at him because it was just like you just run into people. All right. Well, so let's, you see him. Uh, he's up at the top of the key, coming across number, now. He's at the three number five, right? Number five. Okay. He's gonna so come down. That okay. Run into that guy, and he's gonna go run. Did you think? The, did you think that was a foul? What he did to his primary defender? Oh, is it uh, is it a foul? Yeah, but it wasn't one that I was gonna call right away. So but you think he, this this con you think that initial contact was a foul? I know he's running towards him and he has his arms out a little bit, but the defender is just backing up. No, I did, I saw contact, so at that point I thought he had initiated it. Well, contact is part of the game, so I want you to differentiate. I didn't think it was incidental. We okay. put it to you that way. Now you're talking better terms. Yeah. So he comes down, runs into that kid, and pushes him back, and then he runs into the next kid who comes around to the left. So he's run into two kids in about two seconds, and then I was like, okay, well, basically, you kind of run into two people right in front of me. I'm going to call and move it over. And also, you know, the ball is on that side. So It just seems like, for me, the, the timing of your whistle – it was almost like you were ready to call it on the second player. It, it almost, you could almost make the case now. I know the sound, we could have a, a delay, but mm -hmm. it almost it almost comes slightly before. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I was pretty sure I called it that second time. So. I'm not to say it was early, but it was like immediate upon <laughs> contact. I don't know if you ever kind of let it, play out and absorb because yeah, mm -hmm. look at what the defender does what okay good he gets through it he gets through it mm -hmm. i mean nothing really happens nothing really happens mm -hmm. so so having that big picture awareness on on the play now if this play creates a wide open lane for a layup we're going to mm -hmm. look at it differently but sure. in this case um, he's in the corner he's mm -hmm. just dribbling back up yep you know that's why i feel like it could be a game interruptive just because there's nothing going on Really. No, and I get, I get that. Um, I just want to like, it just it made me laugh when I saw him run into two people in about second and a half. Yeah, and I think that's what you know, and it's okay to use that sometimes. I I've spoken about that where it's like a A one's dribbling, you know, B one bumps them in the air, and then B two comes over and bumps them again. I'm like, that's just too much contact from mm -hmm. two people. So I understand what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I don't want take this away. Don't let, yeah. you know, your opinion on one play affect mm -hmm. the next play. Because sure. I think that's clearly what happened here. You were like, oh, that's a foul. Oh, if he does anything to the next guy, it's a foul. Right. When I don't know if that was really anything. Yeah, the screen was ugly. His arm was out. But again, mm -hmm. what happened? Was there a displacement? Right. Was, there, was there legal contact? Mm -hmm. But let's not call legal contact just because it's a bad screen. Mm -hmm. You'll see that. You'll see that. You'll um, And I've, I've done it too where I'm like, you just judge the screen. You're just watching right. the screen and you're like, that's a terrible screen. That's illegal. You watch right. it on film. You're like, okay, it's a bad screen. There's no illegal contact though. Right. No, I, I got it. And I haven't, I haven't called. I mean, I don't think I've called one, maybe one since, since this game. So. Now mechanically, once, once we do stop in the clock mm -hmm. boom, boom, and then let's get an immediate point the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that hesitation you showed might have been you were considering which player to call the foul on potentially because mm -hmm. it looked like mm -hmm. you were kind of decided. 
Is that yeah. right? Uh, I had pointed it at him, which I don't do anymore. Good. Um, and and then I think what I was trying to figure out in my own head was to call the team control foul signal. Mm-hmm. But then I, which I didn't do there. So. So obviously we we spoke about this and you've watched it, but this mm-hmm. this being only the only time we should be this close if, if you know we need to go ask them an actual question. We have an mm-hmm. error, or malfunction. We do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Not when we're reporting fouls. You should be where this kid is right here, mm-hmm. or where your partner is, like right around here, three point yep. line. This is a good um, you know some of these courts have mm-hmm. this basketball or volleyball court on it. Mm-hmm. Just report in the volleyball court. Yep. Yeah, that's Perfect. definitely something I've been doing. Good. I want to look at 2134. What'd you see on this play? I saw I, I saw can you go can you go back? I'm pretty sure I saw a hit on the kid's arm. Was it by the primary defender or the defender from the back? Which player did you point to? Uh, I think it was from the player from the back. So this guy was on ball now, I believe. And then he comes. He gets the ball goes up at some point. Mm. 25, right? Yeah. And then he gets the rebound and then he goes up right there. On four? You called it on four? Yeah. Now, after watching the play, what did you think? Did it confirm uh, it for you? No, it, no I, I, it was – I called it because he was going up through traffic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he, he actually was fouled. Like, I, would, I would have taken this – I don't like for now, like after seeing it and, and now working a few games after doing all this, like I would probably have held my whistle there. Good. Um, can I add that, you know, sometimes we – react to contact and blow our whistle prematurely mm-hmm. when stuff happens prior to the, mm-hmm. the current play. So mm-hmm. on this play, it's a little dirty rebound, right? Yeah. The player in white goes up. There's a little contact, traffic, ugliness. Our radars are up. Yeah. Spin, little bit of contact. Mm-hmm. Did that influence our decision? Mm-hmm. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, like, I'm not in the best position here. Like, I was too far back. That's another thing. If I, was down, if I was down where I – which where I hope I am now, which is down closer to the lane, I would have – I wouldn't have seen as much contact. Mm-hmm. And just having the patience to know the player played through it, no issues, mm-hmm. speed balance affected, clean, like clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and – so mechanically, instead of pointing to players, which I'm glad you've eliminated, let's mm-hmm. see your score the goal signal. That's that's a signal that we got to show on the spot. Foul, got a fist, and then let me see you flush at home. Don't worry about it's pointing who the foul was on. It's been like real, like up and then like bam. Okay. You know, just you know, and obviously because everybody's kind of shouting in one, so it's like uh, you got that in the the baskets, like you know, all dramatic mm-hmm. on the on the rim, and then it comes in. And Bam, mm-hmm. and then we'll go up to the table, and or I'll go to my partner and go one, and they go up to the table and go count the goal, white, you know, white, you know, twenty-two, hit one shot. Good. So keep track, 
Keep practicing that. That's all that yeah. is. Practice. Well, you're looking better. Cool. Or, yeah. Love it. Love to see the growth. Um, all right. Let's go back to another legal screen. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a, a patient whistle play. I think this is a pain tolerance play. Just allowing contact to evolve or, yeah. or letting plays evolve and noticing when they're finished and noticing mm -hmm. when they're still going on. You want that one back? Which one was it? Oh, wait, go, go back. I, I know which one it is, but I remember I was, it was up at the top. I was looking down below. Step back. Tell me about that play. So the reason it was this is that, and he had done it right before, so it was his second one, but I just thought he had slid so far out that he had just, you know, put the defender at pretty big disadvantage. After watching it, do you agree? Well, again, it's, it's, it's you know, the, the defender doesn't lose a lot, but it was just it was just how much he slid out from his position. Like, he gets a position there, and whoop! So that's what drew my eye, and that's what I reacted to, was him just sliding so far to the left. Now, when you say sliding so far to the left, describe to me what is illegal about a player sliding to the left. Be more specific. So he, he establishes his position as a screener, and then as the defender is going past, he slides into him. So like a block or a charge call, like the torso already almost – gotten past like right there and so he ends up making contact with him so you're saying the screen is still moving upon contact yeah he's not, he's not set in his stance yeah, right there. now we can still frame this mm -hmm. and, and we could have a correct call on paper all day oh sure i'll show you that's i mean that's really the the, the art know, like, like, obviously let's look right here mm-hmm it looks like, well, he's too wide. So on paper, that's an illegal screen. Mm -hmm. Too wide. You know? Yeah. I mean, let's think about this play. Five seconds left in a tie game. Mm -hmm. I mean, this all changes everything, right? Time and score. Yep. But I just think overall, the it's insignificant force. Mm -hmm. It's just not enough displacement. It's mm -hmm. not enough. It's just, it's just. Mm. No, I get you. Again, it's, it's the pain tolerance, as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, I was told great advice at camp. It's really simple. It goes like this. Illegal screens and travels, you have to be 110%. Like, make them mm -hmm. obvious. Make them obvious. Yeah. Right. So, you know, illegal screens should jump off the page at us. Mm -hmm. and, and I just think I think you're you're judging the plays for not the right reasons all the time. I think you're bringing in too much information about what a player does. I know the last example we spoke um, and, and this play, you know, he's he's sliding over. I just want you to think in terms of illegal contact. What what a, what are the screening rules? You know, time mm -hmm. and time and distance. Mm -hmm. Did the screener give him enough? Uh, time and distance to avoid the contact. So I just want you to think more along the lines of rule-based mm -hmm. questioning or the way you're, mm -hmm. you know, kind of deciding in your brain. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, you just had a foul there. Let's take a look. Big picture awareness. Mm -hmm. Do you think this was a good block up top or was the contact so, too? I mean, it looks like two players. What do you got? So this one was, I was taking the, the, the dribbler from, who was still in my section, into the key. And what I saw right. was this kid comes down right there at 22 sure. and pushes in the back. And that to me was like, okay, well, he's got his he's got his hands on his back before it goes up. And I was like, well, okay, well, that's the push in the back, and that's what I was gonna call. Now, did you factor in like letting the play go on an extra second, maybe seeing if we have a good defensive play by B2? Like, would that play a factor in you letting it go or maybe trying to have more patience on this play? No, it's just, I mean, when I saw the kid's hand go into the back and kind of start to push, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to call that one because he, well, one, I mean, the kid getting pushed in the back just leads to bad things. So that was what I, that's what I saw is, is in, in there. You know, he went up straight pretty good. If he kept his hands off him, it wouldn't have been anything. I just want you to also differentiate between 22 placing an arm on him mm -hmm. versus him extending and it becoming a push. Those are two right. different things too. So that's yeah. another thing we have to determine. I don't want the fact that the defender places an arm on him to be the reason why it's a foul. Right. From what I could see when he was coming, when he was coming down, he was pushing. Okay, good. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that's really, that was really the tip off to me that it was a foul. Because remember, more has to happen. Like, it has to evolve for it to become mm -hmm. illegal based mm -hmm. on that. I'm allowed to touch. I'm allowed to put my hand in your back. Mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to extend and push and displace you and knock you off your shot. So right. a, a couple of, again, John, I'm not trying to sit here and. No, no, it's all good. Incorrect. And there's a few plays where I could see, you know, maybe we got to let that one go. This mm -hmm. play, I, you, I'm going to trust you on it because I'm sitting on my couch. And, I'm, and if you notice our camera angle, we're up in the, what? 20th row yeah <laughs> from our couch so it's not a great angle yeah but i think there's the old huddle camera thing at the top it's on all the gyms now but i think there's a few takeaways try to give it i just i want you to just let that play breathe for a second just to see mm -hmm. if we have a if that if that if that block you know create if he comes over and just blocks it into the 20th row and it's a spectacular play do we want to be having our hand up right. because we had a little arm in the back so mm -hmm. think about those plays think about letting it breathe and letting it finish 46 mm -hmm. 46 we talked about stop pointing at players yep. there's really no need to point at a player unless you're indicating he's our shooter that's one time we do point at players mm -hmm. all right all right mike 10 blues our shooter got him here but it's an irritant to be pointing at people yeah. that we call fouls on yep And not even worried about if they're going to get irritated. It doesn't make us look as confident and, and as sure, actually. Mm -hmm. By doing all that extra stuff, to me, it doesn't look, we don't look as, as sure and certain. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to take me through the proper sequence of signals for an N1. Good N1 call. Good. Good flush it. So we're up. Okay. 
jog to the table. Uh, you're you're yeah. indicating how many shots. We kind of know how many shots. It's an N1. Um, right. So we're, we're up, you know, foul, one, jog to the table, count the basket, foul, white, 22. It's a hit, one shot. Okay, good. Score it. All right, so we, got, we forgot to score it. Yeah, that's, again, you know. And what was that point down? What was that downward point? Left? Oh, that, score. Was, that was that the score. Was, that right? was the score of the basket, but it right. was not the first thing, which now for me is the first thing. <laughs> so for so. score it at the table, I like to take my two fingers, flush it across my body. Mm -hmm. So try that one. Score it. Instead score of the, it. the press down like you had, mm -hmm. the, the button press down. Yeah, you can so. either score with a fist. I like to either score with a fist at the table or two finger flush. Okay. Okay. Try that one out. So score it like like this. You don't have to go up that high. No, you oh. you're just gonna start it like at your chest and score. Okay. It. Score it. You know, white one one or one one eleven hit one shot. Okay. Remember, your, um, when you're reporting your shots or presenting your numbers, think about that rectangular mm -hmm. box that goes around yep. your face. Push it through the box every time. Mm -hmm. These are such good reminders, too, for me, the fact that I get to sit down and, and break this down with you. I have a game tonight, and mm -hmm. I remember last night, I, I, I can't remember the exact example, but a, a part of the podcast, a line mm -hmm. that I, I think... Uh, you know, someone in the IPR had, it just stuck with me and I applied it subconsciously in that moment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that was straight from the podcast. Yeah. I just put to use. No, it's, it's helped quite a bit. I think the, like the biggest thing is, is just doing more reps, you know, more games, you know, just trying not to lose it. Okay, rebounding foul. Let's take a mm -hmm. look at this one. I think this was just a sequencing of signals play, making yeah. sure we have the, the correct order. So good, good call. Boop, boop, this way. Or boop, boop, that's a foul. White ball. Yeah. Just right away. Don't mm -hmm. worry about pointing at the guy. Just point the new direction. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, we stay in here. We're going down. We're going down. No, it was good. It was, we're staying here. We should be staying there. Okay. So it was, instead, a, it, was a, it was a one and one. So, okay. So here's what I want you to do. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Stop the clock stays here. Mm -hmm. Stays here. Signal point mm -hmm. down to the ground. One time. Yep. One time. Not, not, not jabbing, jabbing, jabbing. Yeah, Foul yeah. fist. Yep. Boop, boop. Stays here. And then okay. right up one mm -hmm. and one. So that's a layered play. When you know you're in the bonus and you have a rebounding foul, mm -hmm. I want three signals. Foul stays here, one and one. Here's my shooter. Gotcha. Those difficult plays or layered plays give us an opportunity to run the game, mm -hmm. really dictate the flow of everything and the communication of, the, of what the correct call is or what the call mm -hmm. is on the court. Did you like 104 after you watched it on film? Yeah, because um, the kid was pretty much displaced by the push. And as you know, as I've looked in the lead position, 
Okay, let me stop you there. You said push. I don't see a push. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the previous play. Oh, so this one, this one, and it's one of those. So what I, this one is the one of the fouls I picked up with my ears. So as he was going past that the kid right there. I don't like it. I don't like that, John, that we're reffing with our ears. But go well, ahead. I, heard, I just heard a, just a definitive smack. You know, audible enough that I'm like, okay, there was definitely contact before ball. What so, if I slap your hands? You slap my hands? Yeah, what if I slap your hands? Is that a foul? I just thought, to me, I just heard it, and it was like, no, I know. But let me ask you this. What if I slapped your hand and you heard it? Is it a foul if I and you saw it? Are you, you going to call a foul? No, it's not. But I, I think he was he had slapped it enough that he put the guy at a disadvantage. Plus, you know, he fell down. You know, the whole the whole picture was was not good. I can't see the contact on film. So mm -hmm. you could be right. You could have had the best angle. But I'm just listening to you give me a reasoning on it. And one, you said you didn't see it. So that's a bad thing, right? Well, I mean, let me say, I mean, I would say if you go back, like I did see it, like. So tell me where, and the reason why I asked about, sorry, the reason why I asked about the hand-to-hand -hand contact, because I want you to tell me where the contact occurred. Because if it occurred on the hands, then that's nothing. No, no, I think from what I could see, was so I'm standing in a pretty decent position up at the trail and the kid goes across and I could see I could see and hear a hit on the kid's arm. All right, here it comes. And then yeah. So he, he's got pretty good anticipation. I'm right there. So I got a pretty good, good, look. good look. Yeah. And then the I saw the kid uh in the black uniform go down. So to me, it just looked like right there. See where you got him on the arm. And Did he hit the ball at all? It's tough know? to see. That was where I, you know, I could see where it would not have been the right call is if he'd gotten ball first. That's key criteria. But I didn't see it enough to think that it was ball. I like, you know, just because of of where the kid had ended up at the end. You know, he's like, there's a there's a arms flying it just didn't it looked really not like a clean play and then the kid's reaction at the end like oh like it, to me he just it just he kind of almost looked it was like oh guilty of this charge like so so if if he does hit ball first and then arm unless you think that arm contact is something that you can't let go and it's a cleanup foul Besides that, it's going to be nothing. So if we have ball arm, this is a clean play. If right. we have arm ball, and the reason why I got to the ball was because I hit your arm, that's mm -hmm. a different scenario, right? Yeah. So again, I'm just, I'm, and I want you to, uh, this goes back to judging the play for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. I want you to judge the play simply for that contact on the swipe. Is this legal or legal? It has nothing to do with the way the player went down. Right. Has nothing to do with how he flailed his arms. Right. No, I, I get it. We're not judging that. We're judging right. simply the contact. I'm trying to break it down as simple as possible mm -hmm. and not have you think about all these other factors that can cloud our judgment. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. Very nice. Well, I want to give you an opportunity to ask any follow-up questions. 
those are a lot of the plays that stood out to me. I think we hit on a lot of good learning points, both mm-hmm. for you and for me. So you have any more questions you want to ask me? No, I mean, the only thing is, so we, I had an incident on Tuesday. So it was, it's kind of like my first, I guess, mental br- blunder was, um, and there's one of those like, okay, I'll never make this mistake again. But, you know, um, so kid was on the free throw line. There was three and a half seconds to left. They were down by five. And the team that was ahead was shooting one and one. Or sorry, he was shooting two. Because um, you're in the double bonus. Makes his first, they call timeout, go to the benches. I'm in the lead. Everybody comes back. And for some reason, I thought it was still two shots. So I say, you know, two shots. My partner didn't correct me. Half the team doesn't go because they think it's two shots. One very astute kid grabs a rebound, takes it over, game game ends. Coaches were not happy because, you know, I had given the wrong foul count uh, or the wrong shooting count. But I'm like, okay, if I don't see a signal from my partner, like, I have to just make sure I confirm. Like, and it was just like, I, and I, it's funny because when I left, I'm like, I could have sworn there was two shots. And then I went back and watched the tape uh, of the game that night. And I was actually pretty pleased with how I was how I was doing, except I get to that one play. I'm like, yep, they had a shot before. And I totally like just missed on it. Were players left at a disadvantage because of it? Yeah. yeah. Because they thought it was, you know, two shots. It was just literally standing there. Mm-hmm. So. I made that error as well. So those are uh, obviously they don't put us in the best position to look like we're yeah right and yeah those are tough errors to make. Just so it comes down to constant self talk and reminders. Reminders. All right, all right. Who's my shooter? Twenty twenty two blues. My shooter's on the line for two. All right, clock's good. Clock's good. Thirty five. They got a reset. Good. Constant reminders. Um. So yeah, that that was one of those things. And then the other one, this is, you know, was, so I had a play last Thursday. It was a pretty good physical game between two JV teams. And right early in the game, kid came in. I was in the lead, so I was back here. Kid came in, you know, charged into a kid who had legal guarding position. Blowing whistle, you know, signal, signal charge. And then the kid who ran into him kind of disappears into the crowd. I'm like, crap, <laughs> what was this number? I know. And I, so I'm like, look, I'm just gonna say, I, I no, I went after my partner, I'm like, which, which, which guy was it? He's like, oh, yeah, it, was, it was white 44. I'm like, okay, I'll walk over the bench and do it. Right. Um, but I'm like, I, I'm like, I literally like lost track of him. You know, it happens, it's good really that you had the awesome. awareness to ask your partner. You know, and if that fails, you can always go ask the shot clock operator or the person doing the book. They can give you information sometimes okay. on who the player was, because they'll know. Most of the time, they'll know. Right. And it was just like, yeah, he just disappeared in the crowd. I'm like, oh man, where'd he go? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, other than that, it's been good. It's like I, I'm a little disappointed that it, you know I only got one game left. Yeah. 
Um, and then I, I do baseball too. So baseball is going to be big, but just trying to figure out like getting back into it so that I, you know, in a month or so, you know, there's like a rec game or whatever else comes down the pike, you know, to keep working and, and just getting more reps and more looks to see, you know, that's a travel, that's an illegal screen, that's a block, that's a charge. The other one, there's another uh, group I follow on Instagram. It's Come On Ref. Yeah. He'll put up video clips. Like he had a pretty good one the other day of a kid who had a legal guarding position moved laterally into the other, to the, the dribbler. And, you know, it was a great charge call. And, of course, you get a coach who's saying, well, he's moving his feet. I'm like, that doesn't matter. You know, legal guarding position, move to the left. So those things kind of help too, just seeing those kind of plays over and over again. Good. Yeah, everybody looking for uh, plays and discussions to hop in, definitely go check out Come On Ref. Mark does a nice job uh, picking some really interesting plays, and I I've noticed there's been some really good conversations going on. So good stuff, man. It was a pleasure yeah. working with you, man. I, I really It was great. It really helped. Yeah. Um, you know, my goal wasn't anything other than just getting better. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you get better, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But, yeah, just getting better and, you know, working, working games. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.